Well, good day for another episode of Fitness Reality and Motivation. This is Wally Baskiewicz, your host. Today's topic is how much protein do I need? Okay, so we're going to hit this topic and jump right into it. All right, to start with, the protein that you need varies on what you do uh, for a sport uh, in, in everyday life, whether you're sedentary, uh, you're an athlete, you're an average everyday person that goes to the gym, you're a weekend uh, warrior, um, you work out two, three, four days a week, you lift uh, some weights, heavy weights, light weights, cardio, endurance, it all matters. So it's all different. So there's a pretty big range. But the math is, break it down, it's you take your body weight divided by 2.2. So basically, a lot of the articles that you read is, of course, how many grams of protein, which is 0.8 grams for the average everyday person just to function. Uh, uh, so 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram. So what you do is just take your body weight divided by 2.2 and then math it out. So take your body weight divided by 2.2, multiply times 0.8 for the average person that doesn't do much of anything, just sedentary, uh, up to two grams, okay, up to two grams, but that won't be probably for the average person listening unless you're a strength and power athlete. We're talking heavy bodybuilding, weightlifting, powerlifting, not casually, but, you know, top-notch athletes, so they will need that much. So how much protein? So we're basically talking about workouts here. So the uh, big question is whether you take it before or after, you know, your protein before or after workout. And I've always done it before. There's a a lot of studies that still say before is better. Does it really matter? Yes and no. How heavy duty are you training? I've had people ask me and uh, they watch videos or audios of, uh, you know, different podcasts of different people. And they think that that's the gospel. Well, if you don't know a lot about a subject, somebody can tell you something and you have no idea whether they're telling you the truth or not. You don't even know the right questions to ask in a particular subject matter unless you have some knowledge of that subject to even know what questions to ask. So a lot of people hear these uh, these podcasts and say, I should be doing this. I should be going to fill you. I shouldn't be going to fill I should be taking this much protein. I should be eating only this many calories a day. I should eat all this protein. This is how much protein I should take. Well, some of those or a lot of those podcasts are for elite athletes. Okay, there's a big difference between me working out and somebody training for a triathlon or going out for a, a professional bodybuilding competition. It's big difference. Now, I used to do bodybuilding in competition, you know, but those were not uh, days uh, that were <laughs> that were recent, okay? So it matters. Uh, your intensity, of course, intensity all matters on the person. You know, somebody could be lifting 30, 30 pounds, but that could be high intensity for them because it's uh, there or at their maximum weight, unlike somebody that might be doing a 200-pound dumbbell, okay? So things can be relative and are relative. So with that said, protein before is recommended. It's not a crisis. If you do wait to after the workout, 
try to get it in the next 30 minutes, hour and a half max. Especially if you're going to eat solid food, it's going to take at least three or four hours or around there to digest into your muscles. You want it to get in your muscles as quick as you can. So uh, quickest thing to do, the best thing to do is a protein shake, a protein bar takes longer to digest, but if you do have a protein bar, do drink it down with about a glass of water. It'll help digest and assimilate much better. A lot of clients I train are 40 and up, so they ha- you, you have what you call you know cannibalization of your muscles. You're going to have natural muscle loss once you hit about 40 or 50. Uh, sarcopenia is, 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 is the name, and it's basically age-related, involuntary loss of skeletal muscle mass, and it's just what happens as we get older, and of course, bone density. So really important to keep that protein up and do resistance training, specifically, of course, or well, always, but especially when you get to be 40, 50, you got to do it. Got to do it. Got to get your protein in. Got to do resistance training. So just to reiterate, the average person needs 0.8 grams per pound of body weight, okay? And one point. Uh, 1 to 1.2, around there, all the way up to a little over 2 grams of protein per pound for, again, for your elite athletes. So people who exercise regularly, like the probably a, a lot of the members in my, in my studio, um, that they exercise reg- regularly and they train really, really hard, they can use one to one and a half grams, okay, uh, a body weight of a protein, okay. Uh, that's if they're lifting heavy. If you're um, if you're lifting super super heavy weights, instead of one uh, one point five, uh, you know. So again, if you exercise just normally every day, pretty hard, two three, three uh, like three days a week, four days a week, and you're doing some circuit training, hit training, you're hitting the weights pretty decent. So maybe one gram. One and a half gram, okay? But uh, unless you're really cranking it out heavy, you know, 0.8 to 1.1 or so is going to be absolutely enough for the average person that comes to my gym and the average person that walks in their gym. Now, now you're really lifting heavy weights and you are a, you know, basically a semi or borderline beast, okay? Or you're training for a running or cycling event, then you need 1.2 to 1.7 grams, okay? So write that down, 1.2 to 1.7 for lifting heavy or training for like a cycling event. But if you're just training in the gym fairly darn hard, I mean, you're really kind of kicking it hard, about 1.1 to 1.5, you're the average person, you really need about that. Okay, the 0.8 is for people that don't work out much or at all or sedentary. Okay, so average person, again, comes to my gym, goes to the gym uh, normally, you're going to need about one, one and a half grams uh, of, of protein. Per, uh, per pound, okay? And and, and is that, I, I think I said the math earlier, you're going to take your body weight, so if you weigh 200, you're going you're gonna to divide it by 2.2, divide, uh, multiply times 0. 0.8, 0. 0.12, that's the grams of protein you need. Now, if you're overweight, you're going to have to adjust it uh, overall to, to your macros, your protein, your, your carbs, and fat, which everybody needs to do. But of course, if you're overweight, it's going to be just a little bit different for that. Now, so we're going to go back into the pre-protein. Do you need to take a, a, pre, a pre-workout protein? Um, specifically, your, your BCAAs, your branched-chain amino acids, okay, uh, help, most of you know this, they help fuel, fuel your muscles during training, okay? Now, they BCAAs, okay, not just eating like a protein bar or, or, or a meal, 
But uh, amino acids, if you take the amino acids, they don't need to be processed for your liver. Uh, after being absorbed, they head straight to the bloodstream and picked up by your muscles. That's why it's great to take extra amino acids. And again, that's not if you're just doing just lightweights or, you know, older and you're not lifting a whole lot, you know, or you're younger and not lifting a whole lot for, for your particular reason. But if you're really, really hitting, the, I mean, really cranking out and grunting through a lot of sets, extra BCAAs would be a great idea to fuel those muscles. And this is key because exercise causes the breakdown and oxidation of your BCAAs, your amino acids. So providing extra, so drinking it just before or during the workout will prevent your, the need for your body to cannibalize the working muscles. I've been talking about this for decades, how your muscles will cannibalize if you don't get enough protein, BCAAs overall, uh, into your uh, but, uh, into into your body. So your muscles will sit there and screaming that they need this synthesis but it's not getting it, so your muscles eat themselves. Yes, cannibalization is what it's called. I've been preaching that for years, so that's why you really got to get your protein in you. Uh, some people drink uh, extra BCAAs before they put, you know, the powder into their drinks uh, or just into the water and sip it just before or during the, uh, you know, on the way and during the workout. Uh, I've got members that do that. Michael, he does that. When Mike comes in, he's always got uh, water with some BCAAs in it. But the guy trains and is a beast, okay? So that's a great thing. Back in the 70s, the BCAAs didn't taste so good. You're not going to like what I'm going to say, but this is it. It came in a little plastic bottle, kind of flexible. You drink it. It was yellow. It was gel-like. Tasted like urine smells. Yes, I did say that, but that is the truth. So any kind of medication I've taken since then is a piece of cake. It's like, it's like, it's like cake, okay, compared to having to drink that, but I, I brought it to the gym and I sipped it down with some uh, emergency, those little packets of 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C. I had that in my water. I drank my BCAAs. I had a banana with natural tree of light peanut butter about uh, about a 45 minutes, typically about an hour and a half before my workout, and kabam, got me through over two hours of lifting heavy, heavy weights back then. Again, that's back when I used to bench two and a quarter for 12 reps, and those days are gone now. So the great thing about adding protein prior to your training, and again, you could be sipping like BCAAs. Again, you can get it in powder form, drinking in your water. It, uh, what they call primes the pump, so to speak. It starts the protein synthesis. This is what you want. You want the protein synthesis, you know, right, you know, right there when you need it during rather than after. If you took it after, would it be a crisis? No. But if you're really working out hard and you're, and, and you're, little you're definitely above average and you don't want to lose anything whatsoever highly recommend before and during and of course you can eat afterwards also if you wish to get extra protein in you okay now some people say can i have too much protein basically uh yes but you'd really 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 have to overdo it and typically that would be for somebody that maybe has protein or uh, kidney issues uh but the average person is not going to eat too much protein, but it's, it is possible, okay? Um, if you eat a lot of extra protein, but it's plant-based, obviously, it's a lot safer. And the bad thing about eating too much protein, the biggest thing is, of course, your, pro, your, you know, your kidneys can't process it, but it, you know, or it can hurt your kidneys, it says, but it, it, your 
kidneys do a pretty good uh, job of processing it. You do piece some out, but not all of it. Uh, but the biggest concern, if you're high, high protein, is, is, is you know, again, if it's plant-based, it's not as bad. But what they really look at is, you know, the high amounts of saturated fat, you know, like from red meats and stuff like that. So, you know, heart disease, colon cancer, stuff like that. So that's what you have to be worried about in that sense. If you're taking the extra protein shakes, then you probably won't have an issue. So to sum it all up, you can take protein before or after. Before is a little better. It depends on your intensity. Or you do you work out pretty pretty decent? Are you you know exercise regularly? Are you lifting regularly? Are you lifting hard regularly? Is it once a week, twice a week, three days a week, four days a week? How many sets are you doing? What's the intensity level that you're doing? Okay, all of that does come in to play. So if you're the average everyday person that kind of sits around and does nothing, point eight grams of protein. Again, how do you do that? You take your body weight divided by 2.2 and multiply times 0.8 or point uh, or 1.1 or 1.7. All depends on what level you are on. Again, the average person times 1.1 to 1.5. If you're lifting weights pretty hard, I mean really hard and regularly, 1.2 to 1.7. Again, normal exercise, 1.1 to 1.5. Okay? So, they're close there. So, basically, around a gram, gram and a quarter is probably going to be okay for the average everyday person who listen to this video that's doing some hit training, circuit training, hitting the weights a couple times a week. And that will should cover you, or I would say will cover you, effectively. Hope that helps clarify some things on how much protein you should have. I'm going to copy and paste some of my notes to the uh, section on the podcast. If you have any questions, contact me. Say your prayers, take your vitamins, love you all, and take your protein. Thank you everyone for listening to Fitness Reality and Motivation. A lot of people ask me, what is the most important thing when it comes to working out? A magic pill, so to speak. It is what I tell them. So what's the most necessary thing in getting fit? Your effort. Your effort is a necessary thing. Your discipline is a necessary thing. Your intensity is a necessary thing. This is the secret to fitness success. Do this and it is almost impossible to fail. Just showing up does not work. And all the various diets and exercises in the world will not work unless you put in your 100% hard, muscle-burning, body-sweating effort. That's the secret. Remember, keep your body fit. It's the only place you have to live in. God bless.